0: gives me great pleasure this week on which car weekly to tell you that we have such an exciting topic we are going to do a special no less um, the goodwood festival of speed has just drawn to a conclusion and we have so much we want to talk about with just that one subject that we're not going to skim through our usual variety of eclectic mix of things We're just going to talk about Cooperative Festival Speed. And because of that, and there's so much stuff to talk about, we have filled, filled the studio to bursting point with all kinds of wonderful humans and hormones, uh, including myself, Daniel Gardner, and I'm joined by our, our regulars, Andy Enright, Uh, Deputy Director... uh, Director, I've got a promotion! (laughs) Deputy Editor... (laughs) There you go, it's official.
1: Deputy HSV Director. Deputy Editor of Wheels
0: Magazine, Andy Enright. And, let's see if we can get this one right, Associate Editor of Motor Magazine, Scotty Newman. That's me! But we are also joined by Wheels Magazine Editor, no less... Alex Inwood. Hello, hello. The big Yeah. Job. So we've got we've got so many people, so many personalities in the studio today because it is a massive topic, and we decided we're going to just we're just going to talk about that and nothing else. With without further ado, then on this week's chat, Inwood gets wood at Goodwood. Andy is not good <laughs> with Deadwood. I would if I could. And Scott goes against the grain. Hey, well done. The reason you are gracing us with your wonderful presence, Alex, is because you were there. You were the man on the ground. Scotty How long lost did you shit.
1: take to write that? <laughs> <About> three, <laughs> seconds. <laughs> <laughs> three seconds. It three You started that last week, didn't you?
0: Well, I had enough time <laughs> in the amount you've been delaying the bloody podcast this week, oh, Scott.
1: well, you know. Alex. Dan.
0: Yeah, forgive that rude interjection <laughs> from the from the green corner over there. Yeah you were the, you were the lucky one you are you were our man on the mm-hmm. front line in Goodwood this year. Um, let's start with the basics. The Goodwood Festival of Speed is a is a festival that's been running since 1993. Um, it is the I would say it's the premier motoring sort of enthusiasts event in the UK now, isn't it? I mean there are a few other Oh definitely gone... in the UK, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you so you were there um, in 2019. Mm,
2: first uh, time for me. Oh was it? Yep. Okay. Popped my Goodwood Cherry.
0: Oh, wow, that's
2: awesome. Yes, and it, uh, it certainly it, it exceeded my expectations Did big it? time, yeah. Oh. In fact, I think it's one of the best motoring events I've ever been to, you know, including things like the Monaco Grand Prix.
0: Well, I mean, that's for anyone, that's a big call, but that's this is you, editor of Wheels
2: Magazine. Well, I think it, it needs to go on to the bucket list of any enthusiast. It's kind of like Wonderland for car lovers, really.
3: Are you including mm-hmm. the Daniloquin Ute Muster in that? <laughs>
2: oh, that's a tough one because I haven't been there either. Ooh. Oh, I've wow. tried many wow. a wow. time. Yeah, and well, I've a... owned Maloo's. I'm a I'm a Ute guy through and through. <laughs> so don't well, that assertion
1: is worth nothing with, with, <laughs> if you haven't been to the Denny Ute muster <laughs> right? So you were there. Uh, you were a guest of
0: Mercedes Benz, am I right, time?
2: No, I was a guest of Porsche. Oh, oh even better, even better. I mean, uh, equal. Whoops. Well, the hospitalities were right next door to one another, so I don't think it would have made much of a difference. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, that's because I was peering through the hedge and I couldn't see where you were, clearly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what? just give us a bit of an outline as to what happens at the Goodwood Festival of Speed.
2: Oh, where to start? It is an enormous event now, and I, I think the thing that really makes it such a great event to attend is it's really this eclectic mix of cars. So you get sort of old cars, new cars... Because a lot of car companies are now treating it almost like a, a motor show. So Mercedes-Benz was there showing the new A45 to the um, public for the first time. And it was so crowded with people, I could barely see the whole car. Um, Porsche had its new RSR racing car there. It had the new GT4, which was running up the hill for the first time. So there's kind of like new model reveals are big now, more so than a a motor show, which is kind of great because unlike a motor show stand, which is a very static thing and you have people's in tyres and it's quite a bit stuffy and a bit, you know. Uh, at Goodwood, you see these things roar up the hill. You actually hear and see and smell them. So that's great. Plus, you've got all this wicked old car stuff going on. So one of the first things I saw when I got there was I wandered over to the, um, the Formula 1 area. Um, but before I even got there... I stopped in my tracks because there was uh, a row of Porsche 917s. Ooh, a row of? A row just of. just one? I counted them out. There was 11. <laughs> what? Gosh. They only made 25. I
1: was going to say, that must That's be insane. a fairly sizable total of the production.
2: Including the original Genesis, the 1970 Salzburg car. And I just lost my mind. I just went straight over to it. And wow. the access is incredible. They're not roped off. Like if you were nobody does, but if you were insane, you could touch them and hop inside them did if you, you wanted like to get a, ejected. A super
1: duper Alex Inwood a pass or is it just a pass? Just a pass. Okay. There's no such thing it's as um,
2: tiered but, passes beyond getting into corporate hospitality. Yeah. But that's, that's the great. same because corporate hospitality, you're like elevated onto this little platform. But then all the public are just in front of you anyway with, with a better view. So I didn't actually it's spend that champagne much time in there. <laughs> no, nothing like that. <laughs> oh, but no, it
0: you, just sells for spitting on. Me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but when I was
2: looking at this, album. was um 917, which is Genesis, like the, it's the actual 1970 Le Mans winner. Uh, this mechanics just descended upon it, pulled the rear deck off the thing, plugged some um, jumper leads into it, and fired it up. <laughs> nice. And I was like half a meter away from this. Wow. I was just losing my mind. And it's full of things like that.
1: Has your hearing recovered?
2: Uh, yeah, it was quite loud. Yeah, I can imagine. My yeah. Instagram story, the hell out of it, and I've never been bombarded with so many people saying, delete your Instagram right now. Oh yeah, I think well, that because was hate my it. as well. Yes. It's just raw envy. <laughs> um, for the benefit
0: of those who didn't catch it, then, oh, it was a story, so they've gone by now.
2: Gone.
0: Well, if you want to see some of the excellent pictures, because you did take some cracking stuff They are great pictures. Oh, thank you. Um, your Instagram handle is?
2: Axel87. There you go. But so A-X-L,
1: go not A-X-L-E. A-X-L-E. Oh, is it? Yep. Who am I following then? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Some uh, someone's brilliant, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered about it, that. Uh, it's interesting you should say that, though, because the topic I wanted to talk about was how this this cre- creeping, increasing manufacturer presence in there, and I kind of mm. like stuff like the you know the new nine three five, the Jetty four, all that's kind of on brand. But when you start sort of got Defender prototypes and electric Aston SUVs creeping in and go doing hill runs, it's a bit like... "Mm, Is it a bit iffy? But do you get any sense of that there? Or is it still, like, way more enthusiast, salt-of-the-earth people-focused than the, you know, the stuffy
2: corporate thing? It's definitely... Enthusiast, It's yeah. not stuffy in any way. And the, I think... I don't know if there'll ever be, you know, a car that sort of feels out of place at Goodwood because mm-hmm. it's a celebration of car culture and that's so broad. Mm. You know, there are so many things that we all love about cars and Andy likes cars in a different way than I like cars. Mm-hmm. And there's so much to see at Goodwood and even just sitting in one spot and watching them ro- roar up the hill you'll have a 917 go by then you'll have a, a whole heap of old motorcycles wobbling around and look like they're going to fall <laughs> over and then you'll get an, you know a Volkswagen IDR just absolutely tear by and all you hear is wind noise and tyre sound but yeah, it's
3: incredible. And that's the great thing about Goodwood you see stuff going up the hill and if you're not particularly interested in it you just turn around and look at Thrust SSC or whatever that's yeah. in 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 the grounds, and it's absolutely fantastic. It's so much to see, and then five minutes later, there's amazing stuff coming up the hill that you might be interested in. So, there's something what, for everyone there. What it was really the best
1: thing you saw there, like it, like in the, on the hill run? Or, oh, like how can you action? answer that?
2: Ooh,
1: what really, what like I said, we'll limit to the hill run rather than in the paddock because you sort of said the paddock there 917. So, what sort of did you hear or see that? Looked around and went, "Whoa! I can't believe I'm seeing that."
2: Oh, I think the thing that sticks in my mind isn't a specific car, but I was lucky enough to get a run up the hill itself in a um, McLaren P One. Mm-hmm. Oh God, you can leave now, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so what have you been doing lately, Dan? Have <laughs> you had a
0: good week or? <laughs> yeah, I stood in a windy garage in Adelaide. Oh, was, that sounds lovely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, carry on, Alex. Yeah, anyway, I can't wait. Well, it's yeah, quite yeah. a drawn out yeah.
2: process this because you've got to get all the cars from the garages and the little where people are crowding around them, and there's sort of lots of moving 30 metres and stopping and getting out and milling around. But when you get down to the actual start gate, which is the famous, you know, rectangle thing over the top where everyone does a big burnout. Did you do a burnout? He did a massive (laughs) 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 But on the other side of that, all the cars have to line up for their turn to race up the hill. And um, what everybody does is they sort of cruise in, then they have to chuck a U-turn to Mm. come back up and line up. And at the bottom of that is a big sort of skid pad, effectively. And so you've got all these racing car drivers. You've got, you know, Fittipaldi's um, and all these kind of icons doing massive skids and donuts down the bottom end of this thing just to wow. show off to the crowd. So that was a bit of a pinch myself moment as I sat in this cabin of the, this bright yellow McLaren P1 and saw Emanuele Pirro doing a, um, a couple of donuts <laughs> in a Lamborghini just in front of me. So yeah. but back, cool. in,
3: back in 1999... Um, Jonathan Palmer uh, was driving Ayrton Senna's uh, McLaren MP4, and he was down there and he started gooning around a little bit and put it into a hay bale. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> broke, broke the suspension. Oh. And, and while, uh, while everyone was looking at this car, going, oh, you know, has, has something happened to this while it's, it's a bit on the wonk? Uh, <laughs> the good doctor had got into his helicopter and gone home. <laughs> <laughs> Hoping <laughs> but I mean, Good
0: the, the
1: McLaren people, that's yesterday's news. That would have felt very underwhelming, wouldn't it?
2: Not at all. It was no? my first P1 experience, yeah. and wow, it's got some shove. So many cherries got popped. I know. I don't think I have any left. 720S or P1? That's the question, then. P1. Really? Mm, yeah. You said
3: hybrids were boring.
2: Absolutely. It's got, like, you know how feral a 720S feels. Mm. Um, doing that torque-fill thing in the P1 with all the electricity... You do notice it.
1: Oh,
0: listen to it. Oh. I'm just so uh,
1: the guy who took you up the hill was a McLaren, like a McLaren works driver, kind of GT driver, wasn't he? I kind of Yeah, pain. Charlie
2: Hollings. He uh, actually was out here in Australia in 2007, I think, and finished third in the F3 title. Oh, well, there, you so there you go. Um, did he have it? He had a crack. He did. Yeah. Um, he said to me, you know, beforehand, saying nobody remember only people only remember yes. the fastest car. And the people that crash. Yeah. So I'm going to give it enough stick so that <laughs> it feels quick, but not driving ten yeah. tenths here. Um, you did do a massive break before. Is it Malcolm Malcolm corn? corner? Yeah. Because it's tricky there because you can't even see the corner, I and feel I like thought like a left hander where everybody crashes. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what the hell are we so hard on the pricks here for? Yeah. And then I was like, oh. Really sharp. So, if you'd been driving quarter, the p one you would have <laughs> fired it
1: straight into the hay bales because it would have yeah. been, oh, oh we're doing fine. It. What a way it. to
2: go. I think that would be a career end of
3: That's um, where yeah. Chris Hoyt binned that. Yeah. Oh, the, uh, it was Andy Palmer's It uh, was, wasn't it? this was GDR, the only one in the country, and he stuffed it. So,
0: have we touched on the thing that pretty much everyone wants to go to cover for? It's just people making a complete arse of themselves
1: mm. publicly. Well, what did you say? Like uh, The f- famous one this year was a Delta S4 bought the farm pretty <gasps> spectacularly. <gasps> mm. um, did you oh. see any others that
2: maybe didn't make the live stream? Well, I think it's live streams, so you can't even. You can't even hide. Yeah. There were a couple of others. Um, I can't remember the exact make of the car, but it was a really old one that had massive overhangs at each end. Mm -hmm. And um, he kind of stuffed it at Morecambe and um, threw it in front end and then it swapped did a big swapper and smashed the back end. So that was Alan And um, I took a bit of a wander down to the um, start gate to watch the Formula One cars Mm -hmm. hoon away because that's awesome because obviously lots (laughs) of noise uh, and they do massive burnouts for about 100 metres off the line there. Um, but one of the Williams kind of imploded and it was a massive, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of smoke, unfortunately, <laughs> so, lots of people running down there with fire extinguishers. Did you get blind. to the
1: drift arena? You know, I did. Yes. It was quite cool. It's okay. Yeah. Did you see the camos go around?
2: Oh, I saw it go up the hill. Cause that was insane. I got... You know, doused in diesel fumes and loved every second fir- of it.
1: I was, running, I was watching the live stream and I saw the fir- I think it was the first day. So the first run the Kamaz went out. So Kamaz is those Dakar trucks. Oh, yeah. Oh. That have apparently a billion z- zillion horsepower. <laughs> so he's coming and he's just chucked to the first corner. It's called massively broadside. I swear that he didn't expect it to go that far. It was <laughs> such a big tank slapper <laughs> in this thing. And he was he had a fair bit on. Like they've got the hay bales there now, That I don't think they used to have just to stop, you know, a low slung. F one car, but and was not going to stop a Camaz like it would have ended up in London. It's just yeah,
3: yeah,
1: it would have squished like so many people. But thankfully, he got it back. Um, and then he did yeah, he was a bit more restrained the rest of the weekend. But he went out on the drift arena where they had like the RX sevens and the M threes <laughs> and stuff, and he just lit it up doing these big tire smoking drifts in this whatever wow. eight ton
3: ton truck. There's there's much more of a commitment to safety these days. Um, sort of post 1999 when they had quite a Tragic accident at Goodwood. I remember the first time I went up the hill. I had to pinch myself because uh, Lord March put me into a Maserati birdcage with Sterling Moss. Oh. And uh, so, what are you been up to down? <laughs> yeah, anything yeah, anything yeah. nice? Yeah, uh, I'm wearing yeah. a Sterling Moss shirt. Ah, oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the thing. We'll just leave him to it. Should we? The score? thing had no. Um, seatbelts at all for the passenger seat oh. and you're sort of perched up and the header rail of the windscreen is right in your kind of teeth so you're peering <laughs> over the top of it and Sterling Moss I thought he was just going to poodle up in this thing and, and he went absolutely flat knacker how old and would he have been at this he, stage? he was pretty old <laughs> and he just um, had some sort of heart surgery or something <laughs> and I'm sitting this is the inspiration for the
0: film Death Proof yes yeah. yes <laughs> I,
3: I'm, I'm sitting there and he's going full gas and he's got that kind of <laughs> The thing, right? he's going the and I just think oh please did you feel like jinx? Just, uh, no I just felt like death warmed up I thought, oh. I thought please just but can we, a way can to we go yeah can we get yeah. this over with what a story what yeah, a story on, on your tombstone yeah, right, yeah. fiery death in a so, so
0: Alex is saying this is the way that he'd both like to lose his job
1: and his life <laughs> same for it sounds like I
0: don't know I just quite like to go in a, a warm bed I mean yeah, bloody hell
1: yeah. um, another th- it's interesting with the P1 ride I was talking to Dan earlier in that looking at like if you got offered, obviously, you'd take it. If you said, oh, you want to drive a 935, you certainly would. But I can't think of like a worse place because there's a few journos there mm-hmm. driving really rare things over the course of the weekend. Yep, yeah, 917s. Yeah, 917s, the Berg yeah. Spider, and stuff like that. But I I couldn't imagine a worse place to be entrusted with a drive like that. A, it's not very far. Okay, you can go kind of fast, but it's over in like less than a minute. There's such a massive opportunity to. Stuff it into something and, and yeah, it just be just. I just feel it would be more than more fear than actual pleasure driving
3: something there. Yeah. If I have yeah. to drive up I'm, there,
1: you know, I'd want to do it and I don't like a golf GDI or something. Well, it yeah, didn't I, matter. I,
3: I've been offered a couple of things to drive up there and I've always turned them down. Yeah, yeah.
1: there was a moment for exactly that reason. Uh,
0: hang on, hang on, what were they? Come on,
1: Land Rover Defender
3: 130. <laughs> uh, was it the soapbox challenge? You actually nope. offered to go back there <laughs> <back laughs> again. One one of them was um, the Maserati MC12. Oh what? Oh no, thank you. Basically and, uh, an Enzo,
1: isn't it? Yeah, I said yeah. yeah.
3: I said a nastier one. Enzo, I yeah. think.
1: Oh. You could have just like stood on the brake all the way up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's 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 the
0: key to do it, isn't see it? See if you can pop the tyres before Malcolm. <laughs> you look like a legend. Yeah. Yeah. You, clearly, you're not going to get a decent time, but yeah, so that was... so, And you said, no! Yeah. Well, you're gonna, I'm going to flog you. No, I can no, totally I relate
2: because there was a, a fleeting moment where uh, it looked like I was going to be driving the P1 and I was instantly filled with terror. Mm. Um, and <laughs> even when I was in the passenger seat and you're sort of driving up there, you feel like you're in a, a goldfish bowl because there are thousands and thousands of people looking at you, or mm. um, probably hoping that you're going to stuff it in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. In yeah. And, then, oh. <laughs> and we
0: would all been there, with, uh, wishing the same as well, Alex. We <laughs> love you and everything, but you know that's, that's what people would go to Goodwood for. Yeah. Because,
3: but, you know, there are 150,000 people there. It's mm. like one and a half MCTs. What's your, what's your
1: favourite Goodwood run up the hill? Anyone, um, really? But, I mean, Andy's been more times oh, than I've, us. So. I've
0: mentioned my favourite on the show, yeah. on the podcast before.
3: Uh, yeah.
0: Was it
1: Nick McRae? Colin
3: Possibly. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He he, he led it all loose. Because
1: old Oli Solberg this
2: year he stole
3: yeah. the show.
1: He certainly had it. Uh, so Oli Solberg is Petter Solberg's son, and he's basically on a fast track to becoming a World Rally Championship. How old is he? Rate. He's fifteen. Uh, I think he's a bit older. He's about 17? seventeen now. He's, yeah, right. he's, a, he's a grandpa. Stupid. Um. So he. So Petter <laughs> had a few cars there because he's just retired. And he chucked Ollie the keys to his DS3 World Rallycross car. So 650 cool. horsepower, blah, 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 blah. Bit wet. Ollie's come in first Was corner. Was that the sound that makes it idle He just did then? I don't know. What sound did I make? Blah, 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 um, blah. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, thrown it in first corner, massive understeer. He said, well, sod this, I'll just send it.
2: So the next corner, he's just chucked it in like oh, 90 degrees sideways and gone up the rest of the hill just doing massive power He was like that all weekend, even oh, when it was dry. Oh, was so good. It was so funny watching him and Petter. Um, yeah. Because they were in similar-ish machinery and completely different styles. Yeah. Because all of it was just like sideways fully hooked in, committed everywhere. Yep. And it was quite neat and straight and actually a bit faster.
1: Well, to be but... fair,
2: like that's what you do when you get the keys to Dad's car, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Go
1: ahead. We can all relate
3: to that one. Another really good run was uh, back in 2000 on uh, Martin Stretton in a Elf Tyrell 6 wheel. Oh, wow. Uh, mm. That was just after they'd sort of said, yeah, we won't do these super high-speed F1 cars things because um, Nick Heidfeld had demolished the record the previous mm. year. And Stretton just lit it up in this old you know, That's so I cool. watched it's the brilliant. six-wheel
0: Tyrell crash right in front of
3: me. Another hill climb, actually.
0: Not Goodwood. Wow. It was one in the UK called Chelsea Walsh. It was oh, the 100th yeah. year anniversary of Chelsea. And there was some, some serious hardware there, putting in some really good times. And then the six-wheel Tyrell came out, and the split time was like incendiary it was going to absolutely obliterate everyone and then it got to this particularly nasty 90 degree that I was stood right on and just completely got the, the entry speed wrong locked oh up dear. and smashed into the wood in front of me <laughs> <laughs> right in front of me yeah. and I said a really bad word in front of some really young children and their parents <laughs> that really annoyed
1: at me bother it wasn't that one Um, should we talk about some of the cars that were there yeah of course Cars. Um One I wanted to particularly talk about, because it seems to be, well, not controversial, but most people seem to love it, but I'm on the fence, is the Di Tommaso uh, P72, was
2: it? That's it. Good in the flesh? Did you see it? I'm a bit like, yeah, I'm a bit in two minds about this car as well. Mm. Um, lots of people love the way it looks. It's very voluptuous. It's quite... Mm. Um, but it's curvy. quite big, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite big. You um, kind of look at it and it's kind of got that 60s Le
1: Mans racer Targa Florio vibe to it. Yeah. like it's like really an, striking yeah like an A like put it through A3 instead of A4 and it's going to blown up and <laughs> I don't know <laughs> didn't,
3: didn't James Glickenhaus get a bit He's salty, very salty over salty the design guys. of yes. big time well,
1: yeah. uh, I'll explain that. so Jim Glickenhaus um, has the rebodied Enzo the Enzo P45 which is a modern recreation of the 330 I think oh no the original P330 P4 uh it Ferrari just sounds like a
0: lot of, like, supplements you just start talking about. They're well, not probably. Like.
1: Car- but anyway, he did a social media post saying that the this new Determazzo is basically a shameless rip-off of his car that he built with Pininfarina off his Enzo. So it's all a bit of, like, I don't know, rich blokes throwing handbags.
2: Just be happy with what you've got, yeah. idiots. But the cabin oh. of the Pininfarina is the thing that gets me. It's, if you like rose gold... You're gonna love it. <laughs> You're gonna <laughs> absolutely love it because every surface—it's all glass, though, isn't it?
3: So wouldn't you just well, the yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, what did I say? Uh, I think a Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, the t- Di Tommaso. It's um, yeah, it's all rose gold inside. It's quite like the um, the wow. detailing and the craftsmanship inside is is really beautiful. Um, lots of sort of you know knurled knobs and that kind of stuff. Whoa. Is it is it that sort <laughs> <of> Pagani <laughs> level? of... Damn,
3: we've lost Dan. <laughs> extravagance inside there. Yeah,
2: it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm not a massive rose gold fan,
3: so. I think the rose got iPhone, so maybe mm. it's the car for me. Yeah, maybe. I like yeah. the front of it, but the the rear just looks a bit melty. Just, yeah, a bit AU <laughs> a- <Yeah>. a- Falcon. <laughs> yeah. It's just that it came <laughs> out and everybody sort <laughs> of lost <laughs> their <laughs> mind over it. They were like, "Oh my god, it's the most beautiful thing I've
0: ever seen." No, what like... they mean is we've just not ever, we've never seen this before. That's what they mean. Yeah. They've probably
1: aged like a glass of milk. Yeah. That's the, that's that's the thing though. Like, I feel like we have seen it before. It just looks like a derivative of. These old, like, it's kind of cool in a retro kind of way, but it doesn't really say anything new.
0: Like, yeah. All right, so just novelty value.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Unobtainium. I'll sell them all. Yeah, they'll find 72. <laughs> They're going to make yeah. 72 at 665,000 pounds each, which is actually quite, that's quite cheap. It's quite cheap by today. Oh we're saying that, but...
3: Yeah. Totally compared to certain... Hey, it's no Lotus uh, uh, yes. it How do you say that, Any
2: Lotus... Evaya. Yeah. Uh,
3: it seems a bit strange um, to me Avita? that they've... That Lotus managed to miss the Goodwood Festival of Speed. Why That, that would they seem there? like an yeah. ideal place to yeah. to showcase that. Well, I suppose you,
2: you have your own news cycle there. Yeah, Do you risk maybe. getting lost in the noise at Goodwood now? Is it too it's big?
3: It's possible, isn't it? You know, yeah, and this is car... the reason why people were turning their backs on motor shows, isn't it? Yeah. Let's face
0: it. Uh, so is this perhaps an indication that the same is now happening to Goodwood? Is that we, we for years, have been saying this is the future of motor shows, and now actually this could be an indication that that's probably got a bit big for its Victim boots. of its own mm. success. Yeah. Entirely Well, it's possible. like music festivals, isn't it? They all go through a cycle as well. They are too the big, people get tired,
1: and they want something smaller. Lotus didn't actually have a running car to show, <laughs> so... I don't know because they showed it static, of course, but then the first, if you're going to go to Goodwood, surely the first answer is, oh, when's it going to go up the hill? No, when's Sorry. it going to hit a hay bale? That's what we're going yeah, to right. But some uh,
2: genuine consumer advice, if uh, Goodwood is on your bucket list and it bloody well should be, <laughs> I would suggest getting there as soon as the gates open um, because there's hardly anybody there. You get sort of free access to all of these cool cars and then when everybody does get there at sort of 11am or midday, you can retire to one of the bars, have a few pints and watch your cars go up the hill. Oh, sounds
3: good. Ooh, a um, lovely way to spend the day. I remember being there once when it was horrific. It was really, really bad weather, and we were parked in uh, one of these grassy paddocks, and they'd all just turned to mud, and nobody <laughs> could move, and it was chaos. And uh, one of these uh, yellow-jacketed Wombles sort of came up and said, "You've got to drive, you know, eight miles around these paddocks to get to the exit, which was ten meters behind us," and we said, "No, you know." we're just going to just reverse out the exit and be gone, be out of your hair. And he was like, no, no, no. And he stood behind our car to prevent us doing that. Did you run him over? No. He's now dead. <laughs> no. We, uh, I, I'm rather ashamed to say that I did... Dial it up to 7,000 RPM. <laughs> so I stepped the clutch, <laughs> and absolutely him. covered him. <laughs> I'm you really not proud to you. get someone on side, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm not not is proud that, of myself. Is that why you happened. didn't get the ticket to go? Actually, Goodman this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's been blacklisted. <laughs>
0: So the cars they, they go up the hill um, and they set times. I think I'm right in saying the F1 cars don't set times because
1: obviously they just they blow everything well, up. Well, that's water. another thing. Like, should they now, given the? Mm. If the Does idea... anyone care about the times?
0: That's my well, question. yeah,
2: absolutely they care. So Maybe? when um, mm. Roman Dumas set the um, reset the fastest time, he beat Nick Heidfeld's time in the uh, McLaren Formula One car that got you know modern F1 cars banned. Mm. So now that time has been eclipsed. Uh, that was on Saturday afternoon in qualifying for the top. Um, for the speed shootout, and the whole place erupted. It was incredible. Um, it, more so than any other motorsport event I've ever been to, the wow. whole place just, yeah, came to life. Wow. Um, so that shows how much people do actually care about this.
0: And what was the overall time? It was the IDR again. Yeah, thirty yeah, It, Nine, it did yeah. went under the forty. It looked
3: so bucket. composed though, didn't it? It looked yeah. like there was time yeah, watch in.
1: watch It looks like every centimetre it's going to buck itself off the. Of the thing, whereas the IDR is kind of purpose-built for that a little bit. You know, lots of torque, lots of traction.
2: Mm. But how fast would it, a modern yeah. Formula 1 car, how fast would Lewis Hamilton be in a 2018 spec F1 car? Surely it'd beat that
3: I don't know. Volkswagen. I mean,
1: it's, so that so Hydefeld's time was 41.6, I think. So it went 1.7 seconds faster. I don't know, could you go that much quicker? Because like, surely the constraint wouldn't be necessarily the performance of the car, but how well it worked... I do not
3: know? Yeah. How fast was that iDR around the Nürburgring? It was pretty quick around there. Yeah, wasn't it? Seven... it just seems to
0: conquer everything it has a go at, really.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was uh... but It wasn't as
2: fast as that Porsche.
3: No. It was, I think it was no, 6 no. minutes low 6, low 6 minutes around the ring. So, yeah, I think a, I think a Formula 1 car properly set up would be a, a lot quicker than that. Yeah, that's it? true.
2: So can we let them back now now that the time has been eclipsed? I mean, the worst thing would <laughs> be though if they did that but then they started to move everyone back. Oh, yes, put the proximity is really up. So yeah. The other thing, Did
1: you get to the rally stage? Part.
2: I didn't, Scott. Oh. I, I felt bad, oh. and I actually oh. thought of you. Um, but I was watching it on the TV, and I just couldn't bring myself to um, put my glass of champagne down and trips mm. you know, oh. into some woods. It's oh. quite a long oh. way Bloody, up the hill, isn't it? <laughs> <Bloody> latte sipper. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't actually oh, spend oh. that much time in the hospitality at all because I was out wandering around taking photos. And well, we'll just have to go back next time and we'll go to the rally stage because that's you know, where I'll be living. IMSA
3: Audis with those beautiful... Air-covered wheels. It's hard to know where to look. You, you get neck ache. It's your head swiveling around. Is um, it all three
2: the time. days? It's four, I think. Four There's days? Thursday, Friday, Saturday. you go every day? And Sunday. No, I went two days. I went the Friday and the Saturday. I would have gone back for one more. Yep. Okay. Mm. More consumer advice.
3: And it's not even very expensive if if you are just a no. hunter and you want to pay to get in. I think it's something
2: it? like £35 for a day. That's okay. not crazy, is it? So what a weekend... Like a weekend pass
1: would be like, I don't know, 100 bucks, or 120 bucks or something like that.
2: Yeah, and the great thing is there's, there's heaps of kids there. So I ran into a lot of people that I knew and they all had their toddlers along, um, boys and girls. And it was really quite cool to see the next generation of car lovers um, mm. becoming car lovers right in front of me. Their eyes would just get wider and um, they'd hear the cars, they'd smell them.
0: That's the beauty of an event like Goodwood is that you're not just sitting a kid there and saying, well, watch that track because I promise you something exciting might happen at some mm. point everywhere they turn there'll be, there'll be something for them to, to be like inspired by so whether it's a car going up the hill or it's a static demonstration or it's the rally or it's you know th- there's everything there it's a really unconventional perfect platform perfect for the
1: new generation too like you know information overload like it is information yeah. overload you're not going to get bored you're not going to like here yeah, if you're at a if you're at a racetrack it's like oh in 45 minutes there'll be the next race and you know you'll see one corner yeah. like it is pff, happening all the time I suppose which is good Yeah. Car- and-
0: Then the other thing with racetracks, of course, is they're often in really scummy places. You wouldn't really want to visit for any other reason. Goodwood's beautiful. It's <laughs> just absolutely amazing. Okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking of your recent experience, so maybe shut up. Maybe that's clouded your. <laughs> the bend in South Australia is not the prettiest part of Australia by any means, and nor is the climate balmy at this time are of are year. You saying that you wouldn't normally go to you know Murray Bridge, bend <laughs> in July in a rainstorm. <laughs> it's delightful. How do they always get the weather good at, at Goodwood? How how is that? Because it always seems to be brilliant, and the UK is not renowned for. its... Lord its, March its has expectancy. a lot of money, though, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, I see. It's it's well, oh, that rained bolts. on the Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. I chucked it down on the Sunday. Oh, did it? But yeah. yeah. Gone by then. Oh, well, I was in Scotland out. by then. Scotland. What were you doing in Scotland? I don't want to get off topic,
2: but... I was driving don't that ask. Porsche Cayman GT4 at, no, at Knockhill Hill Circuit with Mark Webber taking me for hot laps, which was quite you cool. Should I should have known. taken your advice, Scotty. I sound like a bit of a prat, don't I? But um, <laughs> the whole time I was just, you know pinching myself because i'm a massive mark webber yes. fan first and foremost and oh, that's lovely uh Did yeah it was not, not lost lap. upon me <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> um, he tried he had a couple yeah. tracks in it
0: um so the the good of speed is a premier event it attracts increasing numbers every year. in fact they've capped the numbers now because it would have just been gone ballistic um we suggested earlier in the conversation that it may have jumped the shark slightly, but it sounds from a man on the front line that it hasn't. It's still going strong. How do they keep upping the ante every year? How do they, how do you keep something like this interesting and, and how do you stop it becoming, as you said before, a victim of its own success?
1: Yeah, well... Is I, it more of the same? I mean, I mean, the, you probably don't need to, though, because the, the car is so special there. Like, if you went to see... Like, say oh, they just bought the same cars back every year. Well, I'd happily pay, again, every year to go and see an indie car and a... 917 mm. and an old Formula 1 car. Like, even if the same cars were there every year, I'd be like, cool. And th- they do spice it up because they have the different... Uh, what is it? The featured manufacturer and mm. stuff yeah. like that. Yeah.
2: Um, so that sort of lends it a bit of a... It feels really authentic. It feels like an event that has grown organically. It hasn't tried to become something that it's not. Yeah. Um, but I think the real question we should be asking here is how can we get something like that no. in Australia? Well, we've got
1: close, haven't we? So earlier the this Classic year... Classic is... Is a mini version, kinda. Yeah. That's got some very special cars, really special cars. I haven't been for a few years, but um, and obviously they're in action. You know, when I went, you watched an Indy five thousand, sorry, an F five thousand race, and some people at the front are pretty handy. You get historic touring cars. Um, we've got the muscle car masters kind of thing. There is talk about that fifth event at Bathurst, though. Mm, yeah. Um, is. and the sort of the obvious, you know, in quotation marks, obvious thing to do. It would be quite difficult, but mm. is to have a sort of Australian centric historic motorsport event at obviously at Bathurst, although it wouldn't be quite be the same because I almost feel like it would be better at a smaller track where you can see the cars all the time. Like if you went to Bathurst, you'd see them in the pits and fine, but to actually watch the action, you'd be limited like a racetrack to a corner, this corner. It'd be great, but yeah, maybe something like a lakeside or something where you can look up and you can see the cars almost constantly. Uh, maybe they should do it at Baskerville, home of Homer, little uh. Plug mm. here but at least that's us yeah they do do a basketball Baskerville historics and it's cool but yeah they'd need some more infrastructure to support something like that
3: i'd, I'd be all for that I'd, I'd love to see something like that in australia but the problem is just the sheer access to mm. the very very special vehicles that it's, they have in in, yeah, UK, they're already there, in particular yeah. and europe in general yeah. um you know they can just dial up and get 917s they can Command all these vehicles that aren't in Australia and wouldn't be in Australia. That That is the only downside of it. But the flip side of that is we'd probably have great weather. It would be a great event. It would be well run. And it would it would just have it's a quite very a lot of yeah. special stuff here still. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and it, that's it, my point. Is,
0: and we'd have a lot of stuff that you'd probably very unlikely to see at
1: Goodwood. Yeah. I was at Simmons Plains once for an event um, before I was a Juno. And rolled out on the track was a Sauber C9. Wow. Oh, no, yes. Yeah. Where's that good. been hiding? Uh, it was owned by Rob Shepherd, who was boss of Virgin, I think, in oh. Australia. Hmm. Um yeah, blew your mind. We were actually there again for a test when I just started at Motor in early twenty fourteen. We were just there have a couple of hot hatches there. And out of the out of the um shed rolls the Porsche nine five six, which now lives at the bend, uh, came seventh or something at nineteen eighty three Lamont. And yeah, I was doing testing and stuff like that. Awesome. So
3: Of course the alternative is you just hop on a flight. Over to New Zealand and go to Leadfoot Festival. I would really love to go
1: to Leadfoot. Yeah. You were there. A, Yeah, last year. I was there I in think February. I would almost like to go to Leadfoot. Oh, over the Goodwood. Oh, I don't know.
3: Leadfoot felt like Goodwood was back in the early nineties yeah. kind of thing. The it cars was, are driven
1: harder at Leadfoot, it seems. Yeah, like, people so really the, have the a the track. Crack. Is, is, bet, is that why they call it? That?
3: Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. The, the track is definitely a better track. Yeah. Um, challenges the drivers more, um, and it's got that uniquely kind of local feel of it. There are so many cars there that are powered by rotary engines. It's just, <laughs> just a Kiwi thing. Um, so it's got a real charm to it as well.
2: There was a bit of Aussie flavour at Goodwood though, which was quite cool. Um, well, Anzac flavour, I should say. Tony Quinn um, was there with a couple of his cars. He had that mad... GTR-engined um, Focus. Focus, Focus that was yeah. running up the oh, hill. Cool. And he also had um, a Schumacher Formula One car that he owns. Oh, really? And was, um, yeah, belting that up the hill, which is was that quite cool. Or? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Um, the thing, I think the
1: Brooks RV... K was VK, there, was there, was there, yeah. there
2: yep. Race winner. Uh, oh. I think that's the one where his car broke, and then he turfed the other drivers out of their... Spare car, wasn't it? Oh, and, yeah. and he commandeered it and then they went on to win. But that was the actual car which was quite cool. Yeah, right. And it was driven quite sideways up the hill. Because I think quite a few V at cars go to the UK.
1: Quite a few live live over there. Um here's one Do you remember that Typhoon Drift car they made?
2: I think so. Back in like <laughs> two thousand and four. That
1: lives though. in the UK now. Really? Yeah. How weird would it be to go to Goodwood Festival of Speed and see that? On, anyway.
3: on a on a sort of slightly related note, that uh, that focus, uh that was originally built. Was that for Race to the Sky? Yes. Yeah. Is, yes. Do we no, have? Any, do we have any word if that is ever going to be revived at Race to the Sky? Snow Farm. Yeah. Uh what?
1: Something killed that, and I can't remember what. Uh, I think it got a bit too hard because the local the
3: owners wanted I think yeah. too much money for him yeah, to drive right. up the road, and he played hardball and said, "It nah, would be a shame." That. That but it does feel thing.
2: like you know, in Australia and New Zealand, we have these events that have parts of the Goodwood magic. They just kind of need to all coalesce into one big event. Mm. Um, and, w- and we would have it. Yeah, I think that's often the case with
1: motorsport. Like, uh, it, even motorsport categories in Australia. We've got so many, they mm. just need to slim down a bit. But obviously, no one wants to give up their turf. Yeah. So, yeah, if you combine Phillip Island Classic with the Muscle Car Masters with Motor Classica, mm. for, you know, as an example, you'd have an amazing event. It'd be, like, world standard. I mean, Motor Classic,er they're already great events. Um, but, yeah, if you could really meld them all together it would be something totally special Andy your
0: driveway is
3: quite steep isn't it
0: yes it is but it's how also, long is it's it it's it? also
3: fairly
1: short
0: so oh. <laughs> but you, you have heard a it, pool don't you do you, you like heard a pool it, as it? fast <laughs> watch out if you're listening 2020, which car festival of speed will be happening at Andy's house? All of the 10 meters of it. We're going to be putting every hot car we can find. Uh, you heard it here first, gentlemen. We have gone over a little bit, but I think for a subject like this, it's definitely worth justifying a little bit more airtime for it, as we will for any other special subjects in the in the future. Uh, next week, we will be back to talk about the uh, the regular subjects. We'll try and give each of them their fair share.
1: Probably the Corvette, I imagine.
0: Yes, which has just gone live. Yeah, we'll hear all about that from you. Quick,
1: quick poll. Do Please. we like it? Do we think it looks good, or I is think it a it miss? Looks great. I was really sort of down on the idea of a
2: mid mid-engine Corvette, but I think it looks awesome. Looks awesome. It'll we'll probably drive really well. It's coming to Australia. Yeehaw. Me too. I like it. I thought the spy shots looked a bit awkward, with the stance of the car, but the actual thing looks the money.
3: The interior looks a bit American.
2: Oh, the interior is a disaster. But anyway, we'll get to that next week.
0: <laughs> I don't think it looks anywhere near as good as the ute. That it No, is. exactly. Oh, yes. Yes. Anyway, anyway yes. There's, there's an argument for next, next week. week. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. Always great to chat. And thank you for listening to you. Uh, tune in uh, next week for a Witchcar Weekly number 28. Until then, thank you so much for listening. Get in touch, witchcar.com.au. All the social media channels are there. And do stay safe on the road. Thanks for listening.